Yeah, we're on this Valentine's Day kick right now for this week, but have you ever thought on Valentine's Day or a special anniversary about how much you can't stand your wife? Maybe currently at that moment or maybe in the past. And you wonder, yeah, six months ago, six years ago, I was ready to walk, but not anymore. Sometimes those are the best things about celebrating with one another are the times when you couldn't stand one another. And that's where we're going today. Wake the faith up, Slayer. Hope you're having a great morning, day, afternoon, evening. I don't know. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, you can reach me at tdagiantslayer at gmail.com. And I would love to hear from you. Here's why. The, uh, the point where I'm at right now in my life is I need to mentor and pour more into younger men. So as you've heard me talk about, March 26th, starting at our church here in New Prague, Minnesota, we are having a How to Be a Man Tuesday night meeting. Uh, it's going to be like kind of like a Bible study mentorship group, but I'll be speaking each night. And I'm looking for your thoughts, your ideas, your topics on what men really need to know today. And maybe you're 30 and under, and you have different ideas than those that are 40 under or 50 or under. But let me know what you see in your life. Let me know what you see in other people's lives that are around you. Maybe it's your sons or your grandsons. What would you love for me to cover if you could be here? And of course, you're welcome to come. Grub is at 6.45 and the meeting starts at 7.15. But again, March 26th, Tuesday night, How to Be a Man. What would you want me to speak on? Let me know. TDAGiantSlayer at gmail.com. You know, this whole idea of love and our relationship with our spouse, we very rarely cover when we are talking about love the times we hate. Why you can uh, love your spouse even when you hate your spouse. Think about it. There are reasons why you can love your spouse even when you hate your spouse. In fact, You could actually rejoice when you are in moments and seasons where you just can't stand your spouse. Ultimately, it's the best thing for you if you understand what it means to be a disciple of Jesus Christ. Your relationships, specifically marriage today, is by far the very best venue in which to become more like Jesus, period. When you give up, when you check out, when you tune out, when you walk out, when you blame, when you just start and create your own life separate from your spouse's, well, you're just simply saying, hey, this whole be like Jesus thing, yeah, not for me. Now, you may not see it that way, but trust me, it really is. And I like to think on the other hand, those who don't know Jesus, how can they make it? How can they make it being married? I don't know. Anyway, you can insert your excuses here of why you go, well, Garth, uh, you make it sound so simple. Like I'm just checking out and I don't want to be like Jesus, but you don't understand. My spouse changed and they hurt me and they're not who I thought they were. And I thought I was marrying someone else and they fall in love with someone else. And there was an affair and I just don't feel the same way anymore about them. And we've grown apart and okay, whatever. But it is absolutely the very thing that is best prescribed for you to be more like Jesus. You can ignore this at your own peril or you can embrace it and get excited about how much this is going to twin you with Jesus. That's right. It will twin you with Jesus. 
So yesterday, Valentine's Day, my wife gave me a Valentine's Day card with a two-page letter in it, and it was literally just praising praising me for what an amazing husband I am. And I'm not saying this to brag. I'm saying it because 38 years ago, she would not have been able to write that letter, trust me. And the reason she can write that letter now is because there were many days and seasons I couldn't stand her. You go, wait a sec, she wrote a letter about how great you are as a husband because of times you couldn't stand her? Exactly. And you go, well, how does this break down in real life? Okay, I don't want to be around her. Maybe it's for a day or two weeks or maybe for the whole fall of 1993. But I've made a commitment and a covenant to be married to her. So I must spend more time with God. I must seek God even more. So do you have the right heart? Do you have the right attitude? Do you have the right love? Now, I'm not asking you. I'm just telling you that's what God asked me in those moments. He said, okay, Garth, yeah, she's hard to be married to. But are you loving her back? Do you have the strength to do that? Do you have the wisdom to do that? Do you have the resilience to do that? And I would many times say, that would be a no, a hard no. So I need God more, right? Moments like those throughout our life together is what has created me to be more like Jesus as well as her. The question when you get married isn't about whether you want to have hot, steamy sex and a great friendship and lots of laughter, go on trips and experiences and have all these memories and, and hopefully you have some of that probably not as much as you'd like but the real question should be do I really want to be more like Jesus before you propose before you walk down the aisle before you uh, give up on your marriage and dart out and divorce before you allow yourself to mentally be in love with someone else ask the question do I really want to be more like Jesus because if you do then get married and stay married stay committed for life the outcome is inevitable. You will either have to be more like Jesus or you will be miserable. But the best way to be like Jesus is to be married and to love your spouse, good days, bad days, for rich, for poor, for better, for worse, till death do us part. Garth Heckman, David Alliance, keep slaying giants.